This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, April 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's state lines. Produce industry wants $5 billion. Trump wants $250 billion more for forgivable loans and water transfers being fast-tracked. Aid demand grows as produce industry outlines proposal. Requests for COVID-19 relief are piling up at USDA. The produce industry is the latest to weigh in with proposals to USDA to provide up to $5 billion in payments to growers and dealers who were hammered by the loss of markets after restaurants, hotels, schools all shutting down. The United Fresh Produce Association of Western Growers were joined by a broad array of national and regional industry groups in making the appeal. That plan came a day after milk producers and dairy processors made a joint appeal for aid from USDA. Their plan includes payments to farmers to cut production and to processors to keep buying milk. You can read the full report at agripulse.com. Republican congressmen urged Newsom to reconsider water plan. Yesterday, six House Republicans said California's new plan for Delta pumping will send both the state and federal water projects, quote, into a downward spiral of conflict, confusion, and litigation. In a letter to Governor Newsom, the congressman argued the plan undercuts efforts to secure the food supply chain during the COVID-19 crisis. They add that the decision, quote, effectively kills negotiations on voluntary agreements. Signing the letter include Representative Kevin McCarthy, Devin Nunes, Ken Calvert, Tom McClintock, Dud LaMalfa, and Paul Cook. Reclamation streamlines water transfers in time for dry year. U.S. Bureau of Reclamation yesterday signed a record of decision to finalize its long-term water transfer program. We will be able to streamline the regulatory process for water transfers based on real-time hydrologic conditions, said Ernest Conant, a Reclamation Regional Director. This is essential to providing flexibility in California's water supply system. Reclamation notes this program will, quote, increase water reliability for those suffering shortages during dry times and from operations resulting from regulatory requirements. The transfers will send water north of the delta to water districts further south. The methods could include groundwater substitution, cropland idling, reservoir releases, and conservation. Lack of water allocations will exacerbate subsidence. While Reclamation doubled Class 1 water allocations earlier this week for the Friant Water Authority, Class 2 has remained at 0%. The Water Agency anticipates many growers in the south San Joaquin Valley and east side will rely heavily on groundwater and exacerbate the subsidence that has reduced capacity to the Friant-Kern Canal and other canals. This makes our effort to fix the Friant-Kern Canal's capacity limitations even more critical and underscores the need for resolving the valley's long-term water imbalance, the agency said in a statement. Purdue pledges fair and equitable aid. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue pledges in a letter to the top Democrat of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Debbie Stabenow, that the COVID-19 aid will be distributed, quote, in a fair and equitable manner. 
The main focus of the letter is to defend the way the department crafted the 2018-19 versions of the market facilitation program. As he did at hearings last month, Purdue argued the MFP payments were also fair and equitable. The secretary writes the MFP was never intended as a general market or price support program or to compensate producers for the impacts of imported product on domestic markets. Stabenow has been a vocal critic of the MFP payments, saying they were unfairly favoring southern producers. White House wants $250 billion more for PPP. President Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are promising to fix the application process for the Paycheck Protection Program and make sure that banks can participate and that small businesses get the money they need. The White House is seeking an additional $250 billion for forgivable loans on top of the $350 billion that was in the Phase 3 economic stimulus bill. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he wants to pass the additional funding by unanimous consent or voice vote tomorrow. A House vote could come Friday. Speaker Nancy Pelosi told CNN she wanted to make sure PPP wouldn't solidify inequality. Now keep in mind, interest among farmers and PPP remains high, but they continue to struggle to apply for the program. The application form has changed three times since the last week. While we believe that it is clear that farmers with fewer than 500 employees are eligible for the PPP loans, we continue to get reports that farmers are being told otherwise by bankers, accountants, and in some case, state SBA offices themselves. That according to Veronica Nye, an economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation. Nye added, would be helpful if SBA would provide a plain language statement that would put the question to rest. By the way, AFBF yesterday published a fresh analysis of the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on farmers. U.S. imports from China drop off, hampering ports and trade. Chinese workers are going back into factories and ports, but U.S. demand for the many of the products that have dropped as retail stores close down, causing havoc in shipments in both directions. Demand for imports of containers full of retail products from China has dropped, quote, to their lowest level in five years. That according to the National Retail Federation and Hackett Associates. It's not just bad for importers, says American Farm Bureau Federation economist Veronica Nye. She said with the U.S. being a couple of months behind the Chinese on the coronavirus, the pace of our purchases in the U.S. have slowed dramatically. So there's not as many containers available to send stuff back, you end up with a mismatch of availability of containers and demand for those containers. It's just one of the many coronavirus disruptions helping to keep U.S. agriculture exports to China from expanding faster after the two countries signed the Phase 1 trade pact. Food banks. Stimulus buys not enough. Congress has provided $600 million in the last two COVID-19 relief bills for emergency food purchases. But food banks say it's not enough given the needs triggered by the pandemic. In a letter to congressional leaders, Feeding America's Chief Government Relations Officer Kate Leon is asking for another billion dollars, that $500 million for food purchases under the Emergency Food Assistance Program, or TFAP and $500 million for storage and distribution. 
The group also is backing a 15% increase in SNAP benefits that congressional Democrats are pushing. Keep in mind, the network of more than 200 food banks says 20% of food banks are concerned about running out of food in the next two to four weeks. 45% will distribute all the TPAP food on hand within the next four weeks. Now, for more on the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic from CDFA Secretary Karen Ross, as well as a look at U.S.-China trade and the latest analysis of campaign contributions from ag interest, check out this week's AgriPulse newsletter or go to AgriPulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. California's agricultural workers are already exposing themselves to increased health risk as essential workers during the COVID-19 pandemic and should not be unnecessarily exposed to this dangerous pesticide. That California Attorney General Xavier Becerra in a statement against the EPA's revised risk assessment for 13D, which downgraded the pesticide from being a likely carcinogen. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, April 8th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.